Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and on this episode, we are going through the Bible, the one-year chronological Bible, a large print New Living Translation. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this journey. Tonight is a very quick read, and uh, may the Lord bless the reading of His Word. May this be an encouragement to you guys. It may be a blessing to you as well. We're going to read about Job, and he's going to speak of his anguish, Job 30. We're going to read Job's final protest of innocence, that's uh, Job 31. And so, uh, without further ado, let's jump in uh, to the Word of God. So, but now I am mocked by younger than I, by young men whose fathers are not worthy to run with my sheepdogs. A lot of good they are to me, those worn-out wretches. They are gaunt from poverty and hunger. They claw the dry ground in desolate wastelands. They pluck wild greens from among their bushes and eat the roots of broom trees. They are driven from human society, and people shout at them as if they were thieves. So now they live in, a, in frightening ravines, in caves, and among the rocks. They sound like animals howling among the bushes huddled together beneath the nettles. They are nameless fools outcasts from society. And now they mock me with vulgar songs. They taunt me. They despise me and won't come near me except to spit in my face. For God has cut my bowstring. He has humbled me. So they have thrown off all restraint. These outcasts oppose me to my face. They send me sprawling. They, they send me sprawling and lay traps in my path. They block my road and do everything they can to destroy me. They know I have no one to help me. They come at me from all directions. They jump on me when I am down. I live in terror now. My honor has blown away in the wind. and My prosperity has vanished like a cloud. And now my, li and now my life seeps away. Depression haunts my days. At night my bones are filled with pain which gnaws at me relentlessly. With a strong hand, God grabs my shirt. He grits me by the collar of my coat. He has thrown me into the mud. I'm nothing more than dust and ashes. I cry to you, O oh God, but you don't answer. I stand before you, but you don't even look. You have, come, you, ha you have become cruel toward me. You use your power to persecute me. You throw me into the whirlwind and destroy me in the storm. And I know you are sending me to my death the destination of all who live. Surely no one would turn against the needy when they cry for help in their trouble. Did I not weep for those in trouble? Was I not deeply grieved for the needy? So I looked for good, but evil came instead. I waited for the light, but darkness fell. My heart is troubled and restless. Days of suffering torment me. I walk in gloom without sunlight. I stand in the public square and cry for help. Instead, I am considered a brother to jackals and a companion to owls. My skin has turned dark and my bones burn with fever. My harp plays sad music and my flute accompanies those who weep. Job's Final Protest of Innocence, Job 31 I made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. For what has God above chosen for us what is our inheritance from the almighty on high isn't it calamity for the wicked and misfortune for those who do evil doesn't he see everything i do every step i take 
Have I lied to anyone or deceived anyone? Let God weigh me on the scales of justice, for he knows my integrity. If I have strayed from his pathway, or if my heart has lusted for what my eyes have seen, or if I am guilty of any other sin, then let someone else eat the crops I have planted. Let all that I have planted be uprooted. If my heart has been seduced by a woman, or if I have lusted for my neighbor's wife, then let my wife serve another man, let other men sleep with her. For lust is a shameful sin, a crime that should be punished. It is a fire that burns all the way to hell. It would wipe out everything I own. If I have been unfair to my male or female servants when they brought their comp complaints to me, how could I face God? What could I say when he questioned me? For God created both me and my servants. He created us both in the womb. Have I refused to help the poor or crush the hopes of widows? Have I been stingy with my food and refused to share it with orphans? <clears throat> no, from childhood I have cared for orphans like a father, and all my life I have cared for widows. Whenever I saw the homeless without clothes and the needy with nothing to wear, they did not praise me for providing wool clothing to them to keep them warm. If I raised my hand against an orphan, knowing the judges would take my side, then let my shoulder be wrenched out of place, let my arm be torn from its socket. That would be better than facing God's judgment. For if the majesty of God opposes me, what hope is there? Have I put my trust in money or felt secure because of my gold? Have I gloated about my wealth and all that I own? Have I looked at the sun shining in the skies or the moon walking down a silver pathway and been secretly enticed in my heart to throw kisses at them in worship? If so, I should be punished by the judges, for it would mean I had denied the God of heaven. Have I ever rejoiced when disaster struck my enemies or become excited when harm came their way? No. I have never sinned by cursing anyone or by asking for revenge. My servants have never said, He lets others go hungry. I have never turned away a stranger, but have opened my doors to everyone. Have I tried to hide my sins like other people do, concealing my guilt in my heart? Have I feared the crowd or the contempt of the masses so that I kept quiet and stayed indoors? If only someone would listen to me, Look, I will sign my name to my defense. Let the Almighty answer me. Let my accuser write out the charges against me. I would face the accusations proudly. I would wear it like a crown, for I would tell him exactly what I have done. I would come before him like a prince. If my land accuses me and all its furrows cry out together, or if I have stolen its crops or murdered its owners, then let thistles grow on that land instead of wheat, and weeds instead of barley. Job's words are ended. Well, I hope you guys will join me tomorrow as we continue this journey through the Bible, the good Lord willing. And it's going to be Job 32. Elihu responds to Job's friends. And then Job 33 is Elihu presents his case against Job. And... Going on through, B. Elihu accuses Job of arrogance, Job 34. And that is where we will conclude. So, guys, I hope you'll join me tomorrow on this journey through God's Word. And I hope it is a blessing to you guys as much as it is to me. 
So as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may tonight be the night that the Lord Jesus comes and takes us home. One big major question, do you know where you will go if the Lord was to call us home tonight? Would you go up in the rapture? What if he called your number tonight? What if it was, what if your days were up and he said, that's it, Heather, you're coming home. May not be the rapture, but you know, it may be my time to go home. Do I know where I would be if I was to close my eyes here on earth? I know that I would wake up in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have that assurance tonight that if something was to happen, if God was to have your life tonight, call your life, do you know where you would spend eternity? If not, I, I implore you, cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ and ask Him to save you and then repent of your sin. Turn away and follow Jesus. With that, guys, I'm getting out of here. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may His face shine upon you. Thank you guys so much for listening.